Pull up a stool and pour yourself a pint, as you're about to join three intrepid drinkers, Kevin, Justin, and Mark, as they embark on another beer-tastic voyage. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Beer-Tastic Voyage. My name's Kevin. I'm Mark. And I'm Justin. And today, we are going to be drinking beer from Paladin Brewing Company, that even though it says it's from Youngstown, Ohio, I'm informed that it's actually from Austintown, Ohio. That is correct. Might possibly be the outskirts of it, but... Other than Cincinnati and Cleveland, is there anything, any other place in Ohio that is an end in town? Columbus. Canton. All right, fuck both of you. Um, that was way too fast. I was really hoping somebody had to think about that a little Cincinnati. bit. There, there's also Vienna, uh, a little town but called they, Cincinnati. they pronounce it Vienna. Do they really? Yes. That's infuriating. Vienna, but it's spelled Vienna? Yes. It is literally Vienna, but they say Vienna. No, they it, but it's an E. Why is it an A? Vienna? No. V-I-E. I don't know. We're talking about Midwesterners here. Right, true. Solid point. I don't trust them. All right, well. They may be uh, polite, but they're still assholes. Yes. And anyone in the Midwest, if you've got a problem with that, call us or email us and let us know. Yes. I will fight you. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So we've got, uh, Mark, I'm guessing you muled this back from hanging out with your uh, brother out that way? I did, yeah. This is from uh, my most recent trip out to Ohio. For uh, Rob's uh, wedding festivities? That is correct. Congratulations, Rob and Sarah. Our first drink will be to you. Indeed. Cheers. Many Cheers. years of happy marriage. So um, so you have the homework for this? You got some backstory for yes, us? Yes, indeed. So Paladin was uh, founded by John Chandler and, uh, to a lesser extent, his wife back in... Uh, well, they, the, the brewery opened in 2015, uh, and John started off homebrewing in 2008 with a Mr. Beer uh, kit. Oh, there you go. We got a couple of those floating around. As so many have done. And, uh, you know, he was inspired to open up his own brewery after taking a trip out to um, Colorado back in 2010 and was just, you know, amazed by the uh, the breadth of variety that was available out there at the time. Okay. And when he came back to Ohio, he decided that, you know, he was going to open up his own brewery. Now, interesting notes about that is that he's a a cancer survivor of, uh, I I forget the actual name, but it's like it's a cancer of, like, gland ducts and whatnot. So he actually endured, like, a 15-hour surgery, lost an eye, and uh, had pretty significant damage done to his sense of taste. That sounds horrible from the surgery i mean like the great news is that he's now cancer free okay that's good to hear uh, happy to hear that and uh he actually got the opportunity to like collaborate for lack of a better term with mr beer to okay. release like one of his beers as the mr beer kit oh, that's, that's really cool, cool. that's you, awesome when when uh, they heard about his story and in addition to that they also produce a beer that they call cancer sucks which is Absolutely. an ESB, and a, a portion of every pint of that sold goes back to uh, you know a cancer research. Oh, that's good. I'm uh, glad to charity. hear that. That's a, that's how it should be. Yeah, it, it's pretty great, and they they're it's just a like a, a great all around like family type place. When we were in there, uh, like they they uh, I think it might have been John actually. I'm not entirely sure, but like. You know, like surprised my my daughter with a, a Capri Sun juice box, like just like here you go, kid. That's and then, awesome. Every kid loves Capri Suns. And then like 
Still only putting straws in them. I'm not sure if it was his kids or like one of the employees' kids, but there was a bunch of kids just like hanging out, playing with some of the games in the in the tap room and stuff while we were there. It's just really nice space. Um, I'm not sure the size of their brew house, but I want to say it's probably probably 15 barrels. That big? Wow. Yeah, yeah that's a good size. Yeah, they've, they've they've definitely grown and expanded a lot in the the short time that they've been open, and the beers that they're making are just really great and it totally makes sense as to why they've had the success they have in the short period of time because i mean specifically where they are in the the austin town area there aren't any other breweries that i'm aware of what was it busy when you were there it wasn't very busy just because we were there on a thursday okay afternoon yeah to say middle of the day i would yeah imagine but there were still like half a dozen people in there. That's awesome for a Thursday afternoon, and they, I, they, they literally celebrated their third anniversary like the next day. I want to say, wow. Um, that seems like uh, the kind of yeah. joint we would hang out at. Like that sounds like our kind of place. It reminds me. I mean, again, not the same size, but it kind of reminds you of like a 1940s or Spider Bite or stuff like that. Like a, you know, hangout place, very you know, local. Was it uh, size wise of the the tasting room? Uh, tasting room. I mean, what would you equate it to? The size of their tasting room is probably on par with, like, the Brewers Collective. Wow, that big? Yeah. Holy crap. But, like, they, but their their production area is easily at least then double again what the Brewers Collective has well, now. Well, it would have to be with the, with a 15-barrel house. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah they just have, like, the, a huge, huge space to themselves. And they, they ha- also have, like, an outdoor, like, seating area. And there's, like, but a... But do they have the Stones course? <laughs> that's important. They, they don't have Stones course. Unlike, Still waiting to try. Unlike it. Cricket Tongue, but uh, they do have like a like a, a permanent like food truck situation where like it's up on blocks. The, there's so there's, the there's like a trailer park there, and uh, the the operators are there like okay Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or something like That's that. I want to say. There you go. That seems like a a great hangout spot. I'm if I remember out that way, I'm gonna have to stop in there. That's pretty yeah, cool. Every everything I I drank was really good as well, and I the the decor of the place and everybody that was working there super friendly and yeah I mean I was like so what what do you have in uh, you know packages to go and he's like well and they they've got banners or pennants I don't know what you want to call them necessarily are they triangle shaped no so I guess banners then okay. right yeah yeah so. Of all their like twenty two ounce bomber bottles, like oh. all the artwork they have, all so those kind of like up. what Great South Bay has going on. Uh, yeah, to to Similar. an extent, yeah. yeah. So they have all of those, and he's like, "So we've got all of those, and then they had uh, some six pack cans, I think. So well, one of them was the the cream ale that we've got here, and then they also had was it an IPA or a session IPA? I forget exactly. It's like, and if it's you want anything else? I can put it in a crawler for you, and that's what we've got for uh, number two today. Oh, beautiful! Okay. So, what is? You know, let's talk about number one. I've I've smelled it and had a couple of tastes of it. It's a cream ale, right? Yeah, this is their D twenty cream ale. Yeah, D twenty at- nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah <laughs> let, 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 take, take a look at the can. They've got. I'm looking the, at the can. It's got the uh, the D twenty on it, and it's, everything's got that kind of uh, riveted armor look going on to it, and. Uh, the can reads, are you a fan of the D&D world but new to craft beer world? 
take a chance on Paladin's D20 Cream Ale, which is designed to be a clean, crisp, refreshing ale similar to an American Standard Lager with just a little extra malty, sweet aroma to give it a slightly richer flavor. And it comes in at 5.6% I, uh, 5.6% ABV and 20 IBUs. So that seems uh, pretty approachable. I have I took a sniff of it and it sound, smelled good, but I have not gotten a chance to take a sip of it yet. If, you know, again, it, color-wise, we're looking at a, sort of a straw color. Um, fairly clear, potentially a little bit of a haze, but... Um, I don't have any haze. No, no, you're good. I, I must just have a dirty maybe. glass. Yeah, maybe the bottom of the can or yeah. something. Yeah. But yeah, you're uh, you, you're you're crystal clear. Um, you also have to pull a new glass. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I think the uh, the remnants of our last uh, session may have uh, yes that's, may have I, uh, dirtied up the glass a little. I believe bit. that that happened. But um, the aroma wise, it's it's super clean. Um, I get a little bit of the uh, the corn factor you'd expect yeah, to get it's from a got, corn. Yeah, it's got the hint of sweet corn. Yeah, and flavor wise, the same thing. But it's uh, it's cr- it's clean, and I, I enjoy the uh, slightly silkier mouthfeel of the cream ale that you'd expect to have, very slightly. Yeah, I le- um, as far as cream ales go, I like this one. It doesn't overdo it on the hops, which they sometimes try to do. But right, it, um, yeah, and that's but what's it really a, nice about but it. But it's, I think, for what they were trying to go with, if what the can says is true, they were trying to go for a slightly maltier version of a classic mass market pilsner. This is a good take on it for me. I'm I'm happy to have this. Um, I think we maybe let this little can hang out a little too long. I would like it a bit colder. Yeah, but, these beers have been sitting out for too long. Well, yes. The last episode we recorded, and if you were listening to this, that means you've listened to the two other episodes that we already recorded. And if, if you haven't, then and if not, pause and go back. Yeah, go back and listen to it, because our, uh, our anniversary episodes, that we had to break it into episodes, um, was... We took it to it, 11, let's was, just say it was that. was an epic, an epic journey on our case. It certainly was. We needed but, to roll many D20s yes. along the way. And I would say this one... I would go Roll as far as initiative. This, yeah, I would say that this one rolls a natural d twenty. Yes. Rolls a natural twenty. Like this one is good to go. Um, for what it says, it is. I think it's exactly. It delivers exactly what you expect from it. It's really tasty, and for me, I'd probably go with um, with a bomber on this one. Like, I could drink a couple of these, and on the right occasion, I might drink more than a couple of these. I, I'm down with this one. It's a really good beer. I think that it was extremely well made. Um, only because it's not a style that I'm overly excited about. It'd be a pint for me, but I, I really, in, I would really enjoy the pint. It's yeah. an extremely well constructed beer. Yeah. Like the first, like if you go, if you stopped in this brewery and this is like the first pint that you had or this first part of the flight, like you'd be like, I'm in. Let's get going. What's interesting to me is when I go to a brewery and there's a beer like this that's really well done. Mm-hmm. I get twice as excited for the styles that I really enjoy, which right. we actually have. I think the next two are, are, are in that wheelhouse. Because okay. if I like this so much and they, they, the attention to detail, there's nowhere to hide in this beer. There's no adjuncts. There's nothing that, that you're going to be able to say, oh, well, you know, it tastes like peanut butter or anything like that. It, you can't go anywhere. No. This beer, is, if there's anything wrong with this, we're, you know, you're going to know. And there's not. I agree. Yeah, I mean, the, I didn't even have this in my flight while I was there, but based upon the quality of the other four beers that I had, like the the next two beers I did have while I was there, but based upon the four that I had in my in my tasting, like I had no qualms with buying the six pack of the cream ale. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You, oh, so you did get a six pack of the cream ale. Oh nice. Yeah, yeah, I got a six uh, a six pack of uh, twelve oh, ounce wow. cans. Yeah, on, that's awesome. On the cream ale. No, but, this is. This is a really good one, and it gets me excited to try the next two because the next two are more of the uh, the styles that we lean to and get really excited about. 
I know the uh, the last episodes we geeked out over our over our sour fetishes, but right uh, before we were going crazy about sour beers, we were going crazy about uh, the porters and the stouts that we have coming up. So I'm happy about that. Certainly, um, but uh, before we crack open, go for, your, growler, uh, go for your rating. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna give the the D20 a bomber. Yeah, because it definitely is. It's a uh, a great crushable beer, and I could drink two of them easily. Yeah, solid, super solid lawnmower beer that uh, shows a lot of skill. Mm. Agreed. Justin, can you pass me the water, please? Sure can. Gonna rinse that out a little. Actually, bit. Actually, I'm gonna gonna join you in that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I didn't have to turn the turn the thing. Actually, you don't need that. Yeah, I don't need your glass. It's already no, dirty. It's not helpful. What do you bring to the table today? Uh, not a lot. Not a lot. Because I stole your headphones. <laughs> it actually is really weird. Like I, you know, what's funny? I hear I hear you guys so much better through the headphones. Kevin's monitoring audio right now. Yeah, just and, to uh, try something a little different. Today. I hear I hear you so much better through the earphones than I do when <laughs> just now when I hear right. like out of your mouths. It's really funny. Um, man, I'm looking at uh, Mark's pour over there, and I can see the the head. Is this the porter? This is the porter. Oh, nice. Yeah, the head on it's pretty, uh, pretty nice. This is the Paladin Porter, which is a Baltic style porter. I think I said robust before. My bad. You did, but that's okay. It is. They're uh, they're cousins. Six point nine percent alcohol with thirty one IBUs, and their flavor text says this porter is a good example of a Baltic porter, which is a big, complex, and flavorful. <sighs> It is bigger, richer, sweeter, and more alcoholic than even a robust porter. Slightly rusty with small hints of dark fruit notes, easily enjoyed by the pint. All right, then. Well, definitely dark brown. I don't know if it goes to black, but it's really close. Yeah, I I would actually give this one Yeah, this might, in fact, be black. I wouldn't necessarily go, like, full black opaque, but it's, it's at least light black. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's it falls into our it's, our, it's our famed light, light black category. <laughs> I'm fighting for that one. I'm gonna write start writing that shit on score sheets. I just I just want a, a gray T-shirt that just says this is light black. That's all I want. I don't get a lot on the aroma. I mean, maybe a tiny hint of roast. Yeah, there's a there's I get roast, and I also get a little bit of like dried fruit. I'm gonna well, cover mine up a little bit. I, I, took, I get the roast. I don't necessarily pick up the dried fruit on the aroma. But. I took a sip, and I, I definitely get um, a, a very deep plum uh, flavor. Yeah, it's, um, it, it definitely has that in the flavor. Uh, and then uh, I would say it finishes a little bit like uh, a little acidic, almost like a, a coffee. Very little bit, but in a good way, not like a, a an acrid or gross way. I have not gotten a chance to take a sip yet. Hold on. Here you go. Pausing, pausing. Um, when you, Ooh, uh, when you, when you got, yeah, it is pretty good. Yeah. When you got your flight, what did, well, I mean, you didn't get the cream ale. You got these other two. You said you got four. What were the other two that you got? Uh, right. I got a, uh, I believe it was a raspberry brown. That sounds good. Interesting. That I didn't really care for. That was the one that I cared for the least out of the four. And let's see if I can find the picture on my yeah. phone here. well he, as he looks justin I, I took a sip and at the end yeah I, I get a little bit more of the uh the acid finish at the end it's not the most pleasing thing in the world but it's uh it's definitely there yeah i mean i think it's also a product of the, the how warm it is when we're drinking i think a little colder it wouldn't be there right I, it would still be there but it wouldn't be as uh mm, as, pre- as prevalent i think um the i have to say that the thing i like the least about this is the 
the mouthfeel. It's a little thin. Feels a little thin for me for Porter, and I don't think it carries the the flavor as much as I'd like. Mm. But I do like the the stone fruit flavor of it um, a lot. My bad, I'm a liar. I actually did drink the D20. Oh, okay. On flight. I can't trust anything you say anymore. But no, that was, it's all over th- now. This was also like the fourth brewery I think we went to that day. So. Okay. Oh shit! Really? I didn't realize you were like went on that much yeah. of that big of a trek. Oh yeah, we we spent. <laughs> Thursday driving uh, all speaking over. Of, speaking of tracks, your brother has been breaking on tapped based on his Facebook oh, post. Yeah, like, they, yeah, they were. Oh, uh, really? On, um, yeah, they on were, his, they were on his honeymoon Portland. out west. Like, I guess it's their honeymoon. It's what they're going. But, like, every 20 minutes, I feel like he's checking into a different spot and, like, posing a different beer. I'm like, dude, you are putting work. Anytime man. anywhere with the, with the LIBMB crew in particular, like, everyone's always like, can you post it on tapped? I'm going to piggyback on that. And I'm like, I'm so glad. That I don't do that shit. Like I was all in to untap for like a month, and then I'm like, this is exhausting. I, I can't. <laughs> I don't need reminders of what I'm doing to myself. This, this is this is my this is my effort of putting into drinking. I don't need to put it in on yeah, exactly. a separate app. Yeah, app. Our, our effort is for you people. Like yeah. you know, it uh, it doesn't need to extend to to my personal drinking and finding out that you know not only have I drank 500 unique beers on this podcast. Well, after the last episode, six hundred. Right. <laughs> um, you know, it, it, I, don't, I don't need to know what what other additional issues I'm having. Um, anyway, to get back to our uh, Paladin Porter, which is a fucking fantastic name. Um, I'm I'm probably going to settle in somewhere on a. Uh, it's probably going to be a pint for me. Um, I enjoy it, but it's I don't think it is uh, exactly what I'm looking for in, in a porter. It's easily a bomber for me. Again, I think it's gotten a little too warm sitting on the table for as long as it has, but I really enjoyed this a lot at the brewery. Excuse me. And I still enjoy it now. Yeah, I think I'm going to second mark on this one and make it a bomber as well. Like, there's there's definitely enough enjoyment going on that I want to come back for the second pint of it. Um, it might be a bit more than I want to keep drinking after that, but... Um, I could easily see myself sitting down and having two of these, especially with a meal. I think it's, I think it's a strong enough beer to hang up. Um, like this in a burger, I think might be a good beer. Yeah. You know, I think it might be strong enough to hang up to a, a good, a good bur- a good strong beef flavor. Like it definitely with the fat. Yeah. Yeah, like that fat might. It, this would might be cut through that fat a little bit, especially think, with the acid. Uh, I think it'd be finish, pretty. Yeah. I think it would be a good combo. There. It does have some really good chocolate notes that are kind of lost with as warm as we're drinking it right now. Mm. Uh, it's kind of lost under the roast, but it really does have some really good chocolate notes. Yeah. I can see the, the hints of that there. I think a lot of the uh, the acid I'm finding is probably the remnants of that, just too warm. Yeah. Mm. No, I I like this, and I and um, they're two for two for me right now. Like on the beers that they've created, I gotta say I love the artwork that they have on it. Um, the can, like I said, has like this uh, this riveted armor thing going on. And then the crowler has like an old timey map with a uh, with a wood uh, wainscoting going on at the bottom. It's not even just that the font they're using for the text yeah fits in perfectly in like the D and D universe. Yeah, like it like looks the, like the instructions here. It looks exactly like the the font that you would find in the uh, monster manual or yeah. in, or in the player's guide. Exactly, yeah. it really is that. And the third beer that we're gonna drink for them today, the Imperial Knight, has this. Really awesome looking, like knight in armor, 
on the on the uh, I wanted to say on the cover because uh, <laughs> like to me it's the kind of night that you would see on the front of a one of any number of fantasy novels. It also looks, yeah, it looks and straight out of EverQuest. It's got to be they all have to be the same artist because there there's definitely like all of their their bomber all the beers that they package in bombers. Yeah, like they all have similarly epic right labels with like dragons and scantily clad women I'm, on them. Oh, really? they are yeah. chat, they are my people. I love these guys. <laughs> yeah, um, if anyone listening is a forty uh, k nerd, and if you know what I say by that, and then you automatically are. Uh, that the paladin on the on the bottle here would make a great gray knight. Yeah. And if you know what I'm talking about, then uh, shoot us an email. Let us know what you play, and and we can uh, we can talk about that for a second. Yeah, I see. D and D is an interesting thing to me. I especially in high school, I was well, I was good at school, but I was more of a jock than anything else. Right. So obviously, I, you know, started fencing, and there was a bunch of people in fencing who played D and D. Weird. You yeah, would never strange. think that those so two overlap. I, I played with them a couple times. The problem was they were too hardcore to yeah. like be an introduction to D and D. Right. Like they were. They, I didn't know what the hell a paladin was, and when I didn't automatically know that, they were like, "Well, fuck you. We don't have time for you." Yeah. So I didn't. I never got into it, but I can. I could have seen myself going into it like a deep rabbit hole. Did you ever? You play Mark D and D? Were you like? No, no? I, I can't really get behind the whole like. I'm role-playing this character that's like seems to be retired by a lot of people that are like really into D and D, where they keep it going. Oh yeah, I can't. I would never like. I know. I know some people get crazy and they play with like voices and shit, and like yeah. they get. I, I'm not doing that. No, but I would like to play it to like win. You know, like make decisions and play the game. Yeah, I'm, it, I'm down for that. I will I'm say, not down for the actual role-playing portion of it. I will say I've played a few rounds here there i played a little bit in college with uh with a few people that i met through the fencing club right which they were much better D players than they were fencers um <laughs> and it's how it works. um it's a really fun game and just like anything else you can get into it the characters are kind of fun because it allows you to be to be a version of who you want to be like it's just like anything else if you I'm sure the work Justin is a little bit different than home Justin. Not they, a, not they, as they, much as some they, other people, they, but they, they blend more and more every day, which scares me. Right, but you understand <laughs> home what I'm Justin saying. gets way more way too at home at work sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's only because you've stopped wearing pants at work. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That. That's true. But you understand what I'm saying. Like yeah. we we all everybody puts on different hats and goes to do different things. So to play a game and get a chance to put on a different hat for a little while is kind of fun and there is a lot of fun to be playing the action part of it of rolling the dice to move the character to move the pieces and it becomes more like a board game almost and that part especially when you're interacting with people to say okay hey you me and this other guy and whoever else is here are going to work together to solve this problem or defeat this monster and there's someone who's coordinating it yeah it's a lot of fun I, that's I can imagine that. That's why I sort of okay. wish I, I stuck with it, but but it it is another time commitment that I do not have the time to commit to. <laughs> no. All right. So you you poured out a massive head on this uh, imperial style. What do we? What's going on over here? So as uh, we said, this is called Imperial Knight. It is a Russian imperial stout. The ABV is nine, Connecticut. and the IBU is seventy. Oh, hey now. And their flavor text. 
is uh, Imperial Knight is a Russian Imperial stat, which uses a magnificent amount of hops to balance the deep, dark, and roasty malt bill. Clacking in at 9%, this beer is much like an Imperial Soldier, big, strong, and complex. Good to the last drop with a smooth and mellow finish. Yeah, the, I'm looking at that. See, I was looking it. at the computer screen where you're rubbing your stomach or your nipple. No, I was rubbing my stomach because I. Yeah, have... but you you reached up a little for the nipple. No, no, it, it's it's, just it's, an it's upper stomach. It's oh, upper okay. stomach. It's um, it's everything's a little I bit tight. You were just and clipping a... it with the index finger. I do that. I, that might have happened. That <laughs> might have happened intentionally, not intentionally. <laughs> sorry, not sorry about that. Um, and the right one just has a, is always like that. There's nothing I can do. Um, now I'm all distracted. You got me all excited. I was going to say that, that the rope, that the head is that lovely, dark, Dude, tan color. It's one of the darkest heads on a beer that we've had. Yeah. That's really, really It's not nice quite looking. like Black Friday. Black Friday is like, you know. Half a step removed from the beer itself. Yeah, on exactly. The, on the head. But, but it's so fluffy. Yeah. Now, this one is really cool. Uh, again, the artwork oh, on it is fantastic. The fucking smell on this is outstanding. Yeah, this was, uh, this was definitely outstanding when I had it at the brewery. Did you have this? You have this on tap. Yeah. Oh man, it's. Uh, I get a lot of milk chocolate oh, on the nose. Damn, I mean, a little good. darker than milk chocolate, but it's not dark bitter chocolate. No, and it's also you could also smell the alcohol in it for sure. Yeah, yeah, and it's got the um, the oiliness going on. Yeah, of a good uh, Russian Imperial Stout. <sighs> yeah, is this is no barrel situation here? Right? No, I don't believe so. Man, that's good. Really, really good. Really blends the 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 coffee uh, notes and the the chocolate notes together and are in a really good package. Yeah, and it, it is super smooth. Like you can you can smell a bit of alcohol on the nose, but you really don't taste any. Like it doesn't taste hot at all. No, and again, my only complaint was the body is a little light for an, uh, an imperial stout. Like in, in what I think of, I don't think it's like out of style or crazy or anything. But I actually. I think it helps the beer a little bit. I think that the, the it flows uh, it flows easy. Yeah, the co- it, it, it almost lightens it up a little bit, and you get more of the flavor. It's also, I mean, again, the head the head um, sticking around. It's it's pretty carbonated too for uh, an imperial stout. I think it's I think it falls. In, I don't think it's anything that uh, I've never seen before. I think it, no, fall, it falls not, well in the category. It's not crazy. It. It's just a little. It, it, I think they they move the carbonation up a little bit, and I think it, it delivers the flavors a little bit yeah. a little bit better for this for what they did. I gotta I'm, say, the, I'm not sure how much of it is that, and how much of it is is it's a little on the warm side, yeah. so that what carbonation is there is not as readily dissolved into the beer. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I would say that the um, the aroma just keeps coming back to me. Like it's it's such a good smelling beer. It really, really, really like, is. I, it's definitely, I like, it the aroma is all, like, roasty chocolate. Yeah, it's hint, it's just so of, delicious. A hint of alcoholic warmth. Yeah. It, it, it smells <laughs> like it smells like slightly alcoholic chocolate cookies. Like, that's what it smells like. It, it's like a siren song to me. You yeah. just, you smell it, you're like, oh, I'm going to get so fucked up. That's I know there's rocks so over good. there, but I'm going to yeah. crash the boat anyway. <laughs> yeah. Right. This Fuck is, it, we're steering yeah. onto the rocks, let's go, we're hanging out. While somebody deer. somebody pours you a, you know, a, a, a pour of this in a tulip flesh, and you're like, oh, it's on. Yeah. Like... If I have two of these, this is going to be a hell of a night. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and what did we say it comes in at? It's like it's nine. It's, right? it's pretty and strong. At the end of the night, somebody's going to get disqualified. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's at nine percent ABV. It's it's strong. It's gonna all of your records are null and void. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, 
Jesus, God, the head is still there. It's unreal. Yeah. I think for me, this one's going to fall into a bomber category as well. Um, there's the flavors are big and strong, and I don't think I could go for the growl for the growler on it. But the but the bomber that it comes in, like you know, we're we're recording this on Labor Day weekend, which means you're starting to think fall thoughts. Yep. And starting to think cool weather and like. And Kevin, Kevin's starting to touch himself, thinking a leaf uh, pile. Oh, uh, starting to think a <laughs> leaf pile. Starting to think of uh, setting up the camp, setting up the fire in the backyard, and uh, hanging out, think, drinking this kind of beers. It's my jam. Yeah, it's my fa- it's my favorite time of year when it gets nice and cool at night, uh, and you can be warm by the fire and drink this. It it doesn't get much better than that to me. As much as I love having a fire and and excuse me, drinking beers like this. Yeah, the fall is depressing as fuck for me no chance it's so depressing i hate that time of year that's only because you're losing Ugh. money during the football season that's yeah that's part of it but the other part of it is i you know obviously i, I spend a lot i like to spend time outside and everything but the, the main thing is i know snow is coming i i don't mind cold so much i really don't i yeah. i don't want it to be zero degrees but i don't really give a shit about it being cold that cold i don't like snow man i hate snow so much it's so depressing i get off of work when it snows for the most part i'd rather go to work I gotta say, since becoming a homeowner, snow has become a oh. lot less interesting to oh, me. Oh, it sucks a huge dick. You look outside and you're like, I shoveled a fucking hour ago and I can't see my driveway. What the fuck? And then the best part is you're done and you hear it. You hear that fucked up sound, that out in the distance. You're like, goddamn plow is coming. And my end of my driveway is going to be impassable in yep. 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. And you go inside, and you, you're in the bathroom, because after, after anybody shovels, you have to take a dump. There's no two ways about it. You put so much effort forth, you have to take a shit. Maybe it's just me. Everyone's looking at me weird. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm concurring. Okay. And you're in the shit. Like, there's no one has that. If you have a, that big of a window in your bathroom, you have problems. But I can't see my driveway from my bathroom. And you just hear the shunk as he drives past and puts the fucking all, all the of snow, the snow back in your driveway. Yeah. That's, that's why I did learn where to shovel. Where to shovel the stuff. So everything, like when I clear the, the driveway, yeah, it all goes to the down road. So like if it's, <laughs> yeah. it's got to go, you can always shovel <laughs> you to the, the down road. Past your driveway. Right, the down yeah. road side. So that way when it gets plowed, it gets pushed more down the road and fuck the neighbors. I don't even care. I, at this point, I don't care if it snows four and a half feet outside. I will not shovel until the next morning. I just don't do it. Wow. I won't do it. I would rather be out there like just waist deep trying to dig myself no out chance. one no. time i'm doing this one time generally that is my approach yeah i, I tried one year to do it i snow i shoveled six times and i thought that it would be easy the next morning it was unless thing. i know that it's going to be snowing for more than 24 hours right yeah that's true then i will shovel more than once i will Maybe say i will twice. say this <laughs> i think i do a little more not that i not that the cookies are really heavy but I do a bit more lifting and bending and stuff at work than you guys do. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I, work, shove, I will get two yeah. or three shovels in. I'm not doing the whole heavy I, lifting on all the on I like can, one load. I, 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 I can rather do see it. how many shovels I can break with trying to oh, yeah. lift too much snow yeah, at one time. I'm definitely yeah. guilty of that too. I mean, I work out four four days a week. Like I can do it. I just I hate touching snow yourself that much. doesn't count as working. Out. I'm, I'm just mostly like, <laughs> fuck that shovel, man. Like, yeah. I can lift that much weight. Why can't the shovel, <laughs> Marcus? We're definitely going to find Mark dead in the driveway one day. And it's not because he had a heart attack. The shovel's going to snap and impale him. And he's going to be stuck there. He's going to slowly freeze to death. He's going to lift it up like this. He's like, I told you. I got it. Yeah, it's going to be right in his neck. 
Um, all right, so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna rate this one roughly five marks no shovels. No, uh, it's just gonna be a bomber for me. I, I think it's a really solid bomber. It's borderline growler. Um, I, I think it's a really well done Russian Imperial Stout. Yeah, I mean it's really good. It like it's definitely a bomber, but it's definitely one of those beers where I would like to have these just a stock of bombers. Agreed. Agreed. See, yeah. I feel like keg works here, not because you want to drink it in one sitting, but like you could just pull off what you need at a given moment. No, I definitely like if if I'm in the mood and I'm like I want the Imperial Stout, like I want to drink the two glasses. <laughs> <laughs> no, like if it, this is a you know what. After you go on, if you do have to go shovel the driveway, I might come in and drink one of the drink the the bomber of this and be like, you know what, the pain went away, my back don't hurt no yeah. more, and now I'm going to sleep for the rest of the afternoon. Or or, or I could drink this and go rock another like I could shovel another driveway full of snow. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I want to murder. I'm myself. halfway through. All right, <laughs> give me one of these, and we're gonna go back out there. Oh. I, I'm gonna. I moved. I'm gonna miss my neighbor, man. Uh, I'm not yeah, gonna. Doug say, the bounty hunter. I'm not, no, I'm not gonna say his name. But he he would always snowball the driveway for us, uh, especially the shit at the end that the plow would leave. That's important. Oh, man, I'm gonna have to get myself a snowblower. Yeah, that's the most important part. Is getting rid of that shit at the end of the driveway. Um, uh, by the way, yes, going into the their whole theme and everything. Yeah, their uh, their tasting flight plates, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call them, they're actually shield shaped. Really? Yeah. Did you get a picture of them? Yeah. Oh, cool. Are they like when you say shield shaped? Are they like? Triangle shield shaped, like kite shield shaped. Are we talking like, like kite, the, like kite the shield? <laughs> kite shield shaped. Okay. Justin's going. Fuck you, nerd. No, no, for, no for asking that question, and then not. and then a little bit of you is hating yourself for going. I know those shapes. Why do I know no, those shapes? I was. I laughed because. Oh, that's fantastic. That is badass. I laugh because it's a great question, and also, especially being a woodworker, I love when I go somewhere. And the, you appreciate the flight, that. Yeah, you see that? Abs- yeah, the flight sh- thing is shaped like they're, what what they're doing. Like I, yeah. I enjoy it. I always like a good uh, a good flight plate. It, yeah. It, it's, so like just I'm just gonna scroll. pan pan yeah. the picture to the. Oh, those you, are so cool. Yeah, you see the the various artwork that they have for all the bombers. Oh, and the uh, the tap handles are all swords. That's so fucking cool. Yeah, like Po Boy, for instance. Like fifteen, tap handles. like fifteen yeah. year old me, mm. like would think this is like thinks this is the coolest place on the fucking planet and now 35 year old me is like yeah this really is the coolest place like, <laughs> not, not only like, it's not awesome a- i can drink here yeah exactly like now i'm allowed here and everything like this is awesome um yeah there's a red dra- they have a red dragon beer fucking a these people these are my people <laughs> these are my people Fuck I, that show, dude i ha- <laughs> i had a one of my aol screen names from way back in the day was red dragon slayer come on like <laughs> I've been wanting to go onto the uh, um, a Game of Thrones subreddit on Reddit and just Wait. post random shit on there because I've never seen the show. Okay, I've never gone on. I'm not a big redditor. Yeah, and I feel like that's one of those places that like I hear all I hear is uh, Mufasa going. We do not go to that place. Like, <laughs> do not go there. No, that's yeah. <laughs> that, there are parts that is of the dark sun point. does not touch there. Yeah, we do not go there. I want to go there and post just random dumb shit and see the level of hate that I can I can Ugh, accumulate. I but I'm afraid that one of them will dox me and find out where I actually live. Yeah, like <laughs> you will actually find them. Like, <laughs> they'll pick at my house. Yeah. Next White thing walkers you... are not nice. Like, <laughs> I feel like you might just find this guy sitting on your step. Come home and just find this guy sitting on your step, sharpening a long sword. Just be yeah. like, I've been waiting. 
This is long claw. It's yeah. a real. It's a real replica. Yeah, you know what you do is like you go on there and you just post. Uh, and so I. J.R.R. Tolkien died yesterday. There was one page left, and they're not releasing it. <laughs> the wrong author of fantasy. Tolkien? It's not. The, oh, sorry. You're right. Sorry. It's George R. R. Martin. 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 Yeah, I had wait, the right wait, wait, number. Wait, wait. I had the right number of letters. Wait. Are you fucking kidding me? What? Martin died? No. no. Oh, don't fucking tell me that. No, that's I, what I, I was gonna do. I, dude, you, no. you, just, you. I want you to know. that just like I just cried a little bit. So, on, to I'm recap, like, that's what I wanted to do on oh, there. Except he said Tolkien. I, I said I said J R R R Tolkien, which was right. obviously not right. Um, right. But I, I was going to tell them that there was one page left, and they're not going to release it because he didn't write the last page. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I can imagine what would happen to me if I did. I that. just, I'm like, he fucking died because that's that's my night. That's one of my nightmares that he dies and doesn't finish anything. He's never. Oh, he's never going to finish. Uh, never. It's going to be like the Wheel of Time with jo- yeah. with uh, Robert Jordan exactly. and stuff like that. They're just not going to finish. But I mean, did you know that uh, Tolkien taught at the same school as um, C.S. Lewis? Yeah, C.S. Lewis, or was it C.S. Lewis and the? Yeah, he did uh, the the land in which yeah. the wardrobe. Yeah, yeah, like they they were taught at the same school back in you know in England at the same time like could you imagine having those two guys as like your English teachers oh like, no. what, what do you guys do well we trip balls and we write these crazy books yeah it's all about Jesus anyway but hey whatever man it's crazy they're talking <laughs> lions and shit <laughs> you know and hobbits and dragons and fucking mad hatters it's crazy. but anyway my suggestion for you yeah if you want to set the internet on fire is just go on there and be like I think that Rickon is the night king I don't know anything about what you just said, but I'll do it. Rickon's not the Night King. I know he's not. Yeah, come on. We know that. But if you want to piss off a bunch of people... it's We all know that it's that it's, that it's Bran that's the Night King. Come on. It's clear that Bran's the Night King. We know that he's going to go in there, and that's why I'm putting on the shades right now. We all know that Bran is the Night King. It's it's it's, it's well documented. I just hear wind right now. I have, I have no game on this. I couldn't even begin to know what's happening. Um, well, that's because Bran can warg, and that's why he's going to accidentally warg into the Night King. And he has the green side. Right. It is a really rare occurrence for me that conversations occur that I have absolutely zero frame of reference for. Like, typically, I've at least heard the words that have been said before. And not that I can add anything to the conversation, but I at least feel comfortable. In this moment, I couldn't... Those are things I don't know what they are. Like, I, I, don't, I can't even, like, imagine what they are. Yeah, when you guys get like really deep into the chemistry of brewing, yeah, that's what happens to me. <laughs> that's what ha- I want you to know that that's what happens to me. When you guys go like, yeah, the pH, that's a fair point. The I'm P- sure that the happens. The pH is under this and this and that, and then we did this, and then some other German words, and I'm like, first off, I didn't learn the language of the oppressor, and second <laughs> off, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, does it taste good? Yeah, cool. Let's drink it. Which, by the way. Mark, you gave us a rating on this one too, right? We said it's a bomber. Yeah, it's so a hat we trick a bomber for bomber, all right. Hat trick. Yes, we got a hat trick on this one. Yeah, what yeah. I wanted to ask Mark about uh, the trip to Ohio is I, I was I didn't know you went to three other breweries that day. Where um, else did you go? Yeah, I mean exactly. Uh, that one, huh? Okay. Shit, they were all that good, huh? Yeah, so one of them was definitely, I, I don't remember the name of it, but they were just definitely, like, starting off. Like, it was, it was a really cool building. It was, like, an old uh, stone mill building built, like, right next to the river. Yeah. And they had all the brewing equipment up on, like, the top floor. Down by Which the is river. an interesting Down choice. And they only had, uh, they had a, a coffee stout and Hefeweizen on that were, like, okay. their own 
produced things, and then everything else was guest guest taps. taps. Yeah, okay. The coffee set was very good, and I think Amy had the Hefeweizen, which was pretty good, too. Uh, And then, let's see, where else the hell did we go? We went to this place called uh, Clubhouse Brewing or something like that, which uh, was owned by uh, a veteran. And uh, definitely doing some interesting stuff, but uh, again, also very kid friendly. They had like, I want to say like three or four like N64s. Really? Yeah, like in the tap room. That's awesome. In addition to like a pool table. Did, did they have Goldeneye? I I didn't really. If go they have Goldeneye, in. I can move there. It, it was pretty cool. But they, they had the pool table. They had a bunch of different board games, and they also had you know they had they had you know like snacks and stuff but they also had juice boxes for the kids and whatnot uh their doppelbach was really really good but yeah. they didn't uh they didn't have a crawler machine or they weren't yeah, we obviously yeah, weren't gonna get a growler they, or anything, they didn't you know? have bottles of anything or anything of that sort so you know nothing was brought back from there but definitely a, a place to look out for if you're in the area quick interruption speaking of vintage video games i mentioned in the last episode my brother got married recently yeah oh yeah right? i played that at your house all right one of the even though one of the coolest groomsman gifts I ever got, the preloaded new and the preloaded NESs. Oh yeah, the little tiny fucker. Yeah, the little tiny one that runs the, off the USB. Classic, yeah. yeah, with the two the foot class- cord. Right, with the, with the two foot cord and the thirty preloaded games and stuff like that. He ha- he handed us wrapped in brown paper these boxes, right? And it's me and three of his frat brothers, and we open this up, and we all. Co- I've never seen giggling. anybody so like it looked like a six-year-old on Christmas. We were like, "This is amazing!" Yes, yes. His yes. friend, his friend, what is it? His friend Bill literally was like, "Do we have to go to the wedding? Like, <laughs> can we just hook this up right now to the TV? Like, we'll, let's just hook this up, and we're gonna have to go to the wedding. Like, let's just stay here and play." How we, mu- we how had mu- like sixty beers in the fridge still. <laughs> we were like, we can hang out here for at least a couple hours and be good to go. Couple hours, probably a couple days there. Um, how much did I fuck up? Uh, oh, you destroyed it. Oh, yeah, the we, punch out. Justin I stopped by. Punch we out. played a little punch. Oh man, uh, punch out. Not even Mike Tyson's punch out. Punch old out. Old school punch out. And Justin uh, was right back on the horse cool. there. Punch out is is post Mike Tyson's punch out. No, yes. punch out is pre Mike Tyson's no. punch out. No, I no. don't know. I'm I will Google this right now because I, right, I will, fight, I will fight you over it. I'm not saying that I can't be wrong, but I, I don't think I am. I don't wrong. know that one, but it's got all sorts of games. And it's pretty awesome. And then, in a very cruel twist of fate, but this very nice thing, my mother-in-law's been staying with us. Well, was staying with us for a little while, and so in like that first like two weeks of like new toy phase, I haven't gotten a chance to play with it because it was in the room where my where my uh, mother-in-law was staying. I'm like, damn it, gotcha, damn it. I can totally play that with the child. Fuck, you're right. Ass. I hate you. Hold on. Well, like dick- actually, we're both kind of right. Uh, let me explain. Are you talking about the arcade game? No. Uh, like the wire it, it was released in Japan as Punch-Out in 87. It was released simultaneously in the U.S. as Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Right. And then he beat up... Uh, yes. And then in 1990, they released the, the regular Punch-Out here. Right. After he beat up his mom or yeah. his girlfriend or whatever. I forget uh, yeah, exactly. Robin Gibbons. Yeah. Gotcha. But, yeah, it was released a, a month earlier as regular Punch-Out in Japan. So, and I mean, then Mike theory, Tyson was then no longer Mike Tyson, and he was Mr. Dream. Yes, Mr. Dream, exactly. I beat both those motherfuckers, so. 
Not the other day when you were playing. No, 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 no. Not the other day. But, That's very dumb. But back in the day, I've beaten both of them multiple times. Mark's waking at me in a weird way, which I know is from the game. But That's what Mr. Dream does. I'm like half hard. So he it's wiggles so his eyebrow at you, and then you got to hit him really quick. Yes. You Otherwise, you're dead. King you're dead. I can't believe that King Hippo uh, gave me that much trouble, to be honest with you. I, I remembered exactly what to do, but I just couldn't do it. Mark's doing an amazing impression of that right now. You should, everyone needs to watch the YouTube video of this, and I really feel like that's going to be what, if you go to our Instagram right now, I'm pretty sure that's what's going to be our... Oh, yeah, uh, that's what it's got to be. Yeah. And then it goes... And then it goes... you got to be He's like... He's actually hitting the sounds pretty close. Yeah, it's not bad. Did you work on this game? Like, because <laughs> you know these sounds really well. Yeah. All right. So back to the breweries. What are the, Do you remember any of the other breweries? So that's that two you hit? of them. Um, said Clubhouse, Clubhouse, and Paladin, and another one that you didn't really remember. The last one you remember? I can't remember what it is okay. right now. Honestly. Well, when it comes to you, we'll figure it out. So you, I mean, uh, personal question. Did you? This, this is all before you went and met your brother. What? Did your brother go with you, or is this yeah. before? Okay. Oh, he did. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you. I didn't know if you went before you got to your brother. Or no, 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 no. Okay. Right. It was Thursday. You drove out Wednesday. Yeah. Right. What did your brother think of all these? He liked them. Yeah, I, he was. Uh, you know, he felt the same way that I did about Clubhouse. Uh, he's a, you know, a fan of Paladin, and uh, what they had do. He, had he been to any of them before? He'd definitely been to Paladin before. Clubhouse was new to him. The other place that I can't remember the name of was new to him. Okay. And. Uh, yeah, just drawing a blank on uh, the other place we stopped at. I think no. that that was new to him as well. Oh. New beer. Speaking of new beers, I mean, is there have you guys? Uh, is there anything new coming out on the island recently? Um, well, got out to West Hampton. That's fairly new still. We still yeah, we yeah. still need to make a proper trip to North Fork. North Fork needs North to get Fork down the right way. North Fork was a standout at the, at the Craft Classic for us. Right. I mean, their use of uh, local yeasts, as much as we uh, joked around in a, right. in a much previous episode about it, was we were very impressed. The Craft Classic. It was. They had a was that a Dunkelweiss they had? I don't With the raspberries. Remember. I don't remember if it was a Dunkelweiss. It was a vice of some kind. I don't remember. Yeah, it was it a German was, German yeah, sour it, beer with raspberries. It was it was a beer, fermented with. There's a lot of them. cultured up off of raspberries that had raspberries in it. Yeah. Well, no. It was specifically cultured off the raspberries they put in the batch. I I'm I know. Not, I went no. out of my way to ask him that question. No. And he said it was. I'm, yeah, I'm not entirely sure. The little, the little sparkle you saw in my eye there, Justin, yeah. was just the thought of a really good beer name. Was I've seen like uh, the, the meme or something like, all my vices are devices. Have you ever seen that thing floating around? Just, like, just a thing, like a tweet on tweet or something like yeah. just you know people saying like oh man i'm addicted to my all my vices are weisses would be a great beer name that would be a great beer name and actually i'm i'm making a berliner vice for bats and brews that's, i might use that that you should use that all all my vices are weisses we're currently steph is going to go to me we've been wanting to go to bats and brews for the last two years it's a that's swing, the one in uh it's a talk it's a talk yeah, it's a pretty second it's sw- uh, a talk it what's the sweetbriar nature preserve is taps and talents in smithtown Bats and Brews is the one I always get confused with Taps and Talons. Yes. Bats and Brews is the one in Sekatog. Yes. It, it's in Setauket, but yes. No. No, it's in Sekatog. Sekatog. Whatever. Oh, yeah, you, you, you're right. Chew I'm, you fucking, it. I'm fucking it up. You're right. <laughs> uh, we all have to do it. Now that we got the Wookiee noises in and everybody Googles, 
It does not appear that anybody is yet named to bear that. Sea Tuck, right, yeah. Seeky Duck? Yeah. Well, no, it's just S-E-A-T-U-C-K. I just looked it up. It's Sea Tuck. Stop banging your Oh, I thought there was an extra... Yeah, thanks. I'm sorry. Welcome to my fucking planet. I'm sorry. The last episode, I almost have a goddamn aneurysm. I'm sorry. Clank, clank, clank. I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck anymore. I now know your pain. I'm yeah, sorry. it's all good. And honestly, the way you hear it in there yeah. is not a as million bad as the way, it's oh, not yeah. as the way not as bad as the way they hear it in there. So we're fine. I'm going to kick you in the dick. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I want to grab you by the neck when you hit your thing. Like yeah. that's why you see me like violently look at you when I slow down because I realize you didn't mean to do it. Yeah. But like the instant the instant oh, response I, is like I death. Hear you. I hear yeah, you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm, I apologize so much. You know what this is? This is only 105. Don't sweat it. No, no. no. You know what this is? This is me the same moment like when I first started teaching, and I literally went to one of my high school teachers and I apologized to her and I said, "I'm sorry for what I did to you when you when you were my teacher and I was a student in your class." I'm like, gotcha. I apologize to you. Yeah, I apologize to you, Justin. I'm sorry. Don't sweat this. it. Not a big deal. Do we have any final thoughts on uh, Paladin Brewing here? No, I mean just that I I like their stuff and. Uh... Probably when I'm out there again next time for Thanksgiving or whenever that is, is um, probably gonna see about picking up some other large format bottles, your crawlers or whatever. I wouldn't you. mind doing a part two of this for sure. They, yeah. The beers were, were high quality. I might ask you to grab me another one of the uh, Imperial the, Knights, the, the night that we just had. Oh my god! And uh, throw that in the fridge and let that hang out for a just bit. spilled uh, some Russian Imperial Stout mostly on my leg. Huh? Thankfully, yeah, I got this. It's been Definitely worse. Don't bend down over here. Yeah. Listen, it didn't hit the computer, so we're okay. It, it narrowly missed the computer. Very narrow. Would have been my own fault though, so we're okay. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. I don't now have that beer has been spilled. Now that beer has been spilled, I think it's time for us to pause and clean up and call it a day. Sounds good, guys. All right. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. If you enjoyed Beertastic Voyage, please be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and don't forget to review and rate us. The guys can be found online at www.beertasticvoyage.com, on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash beertasticvoyage, and Twitter and Instagram at beertasticshow, or send them a good old-fashioned email at beertasticvoyage at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and cheers for local beers.